I've been thinking about fruitfulness and especially perspective from what we all went through in 2020 and 2021. And I have really two things that God taught me through this time. To know when your season has come to bring fruit. When we were all in quarantine, you know, in every country around the world, practically every government reacted the same way. And I know God was kind of placing the same question in my head over and over and over again. What are you going to do with this season? And we can decide to be fruitful or not to be fruitful. It's also God gave us ability to produce things, be creative, find solutions for problems. Welcome to the Radiant Pearl Living Podcast, where you will hear fearless stories to nurture your dreams and inspire you to live a radiant lifestyle you love. Now, here is your host, Stacey Zand. Hello, Radiant Pearl, and welcome to episode 35. I'm so glad that you're tuning in today. You're going to hear quite a number of contribution to this Radiant Pearl live panel that took place simultaneously on Zoom and on Clubhouse. And I'm just so excited about the value and the incredible voices that you're going to hear today in this episode. I've also taken the time to shout out and link to them as Christian content creators. We have that club and group over on Clubhouse and we host rooms just about every day of the week. You'll find something different and special for our Christian content creator community members and Radiant Pearls. And so I'm just so excited to welcome you. You're going to find that this particular episode was before I invested in the Roadcaster Pro. So you do have different levels of voices coming in. And of course, the Roadcaster Pro, which you'll find out in future episodes, allows things to be more simplified, streamlined, and without much editing needed to get it at the quality of which we'd want it for excellence. And so, of course, in this episode, we are discussing the most powerful ways to break bread, spiritual food, reflect on scripture, and we share gifts and voices in community. And we answer why does community, faith, and fruitfulness matter? This is the episode, of course, in regards to the power of community faith and fruitfulness. Part two of our live panel discussion. Um, last time we spoke about friendship and now we're focusing on fruitfulness. <laughs> so if you are interested in getting the actual complimentary 40-day calendar that will go in depth on our scriptures on fruitfulness, you can definitely get that at christiancontentcreator.club. And that will also give you an idea of some of the incredible conversations that we have week after week, every single month. We've been showing up consistently and not missing a beat, just growing leaps and bounds, making further connection and collaboration and seeing Everyone in our community source. Some have started podcasts, some have launched and published their books, some are going on tours and doing incredible things, getting their message and their voices out there. So today's episode is brought to you by the Radiant Pearl Prayer Journal Package, and it is created to equip you for faith-filled moments recorded intentionally each day through prayer, worship, journaling, and Bible study. 
Learn more at shop.radiantpearlliving.com or text Radiant Pearl to 81257. If you are a new listener to the Radiant Pearl Living RPL Live with Stacey Sant podcast, you know we love hearing from you. And so everything that we're going to be discussing here in this episode will be found and we'll link over, as I mentioned, at radiantpearlliving.com slash episode 35. So without further ado, let us go right into this amazing discussion from our hearts. On the power of community, friendship, faith, and fruitfulness. I want to take a quick time to just welcome our panelists and of course, those who are going to be joining us. Let me make sure I turn down the volume here. All right, because we are streaming live to our um, Facebook right now, actually on the YouTube channel. And we want to make sure those of you who would like to um, communicate and be face to face with us, you are able to just simply go to the fearlesscreator.com slash live. And so we just want you to be able to be a part of that with us. We do have there the widget so you can leave your comments. We can add those to the discussion. Um, while our panel is going live, and then you can also be a part of the conversation. We'll open up hand raising um, when we get to that portion where you can add your voice as we are um, going to be allowing this to be a um, conversation and discussion that will not only happen live here on Clubhouse, as well as we're seeing each other face to face again on um, Zoom. <laughs> and we still have people coming on in. For those who RSVP'd in advance, you have that opportunity to be a part of the panel. And this is the, this is our second of many to come. We're looking forward to um, what we're going to have in the form of a retreat um, next month. And and I can't wait to share with you what the title is going to be, because that is going to be really fun. God is really leading us and directing us. And um, this is for Christian content creators. So if you consider yourself to be a Christian content creator, we have so many resources to support you on this journey as a community. And we do host rooms on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then we have a vision and mission on Sunday and Saturday. We have or panel, live panel once a month. So if you are wanting to be a part of the next one in Zoom and get all the details in advance, I invite you to go to the fearlesscreator.com slash live. All right. And that is where you're able to see us live right now and add your um, questions and your feedback until we open it up. So very, very excited. All right. So now I want to go ahead and go around the room with those who are currently here. As you see on the page, we have the bio and in and, and more detail so you can learn more about our panelists. And so we want you to hear their voices now. So we're going to just go. We're going to start. Um, Ariana is the first one I see here in the clubhouse room. So we're going to go ahead and start with her. And I'll go ahead and yield the mic and uh, mute myself in both places. Go ahead, Ariana. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Ariana. And Ariana does host our rooms on Wednesday. Um, I failed to mention that. Welcome, Joanne. Welcome, Vanessa. Welcome, Rana. So good to have you all here. 
um, on Clubhouse. And so we want to be able to have you, if you want to co-work, welcome Alan and have that opportunity to be able to just have a quiet space, an intentional space to create and to work on your content as Christian content creators. We do have that um, Ariana does host that as one of our admins on Wednesdays. And you'll see the details and the schedule on our ChristianContentCreator.club page. When you go to that, we'll be adding the schedule as more people add their um their particular rooms that they host under this club. And we just want to support each other as a community. So welcome. We're going to pass on the mic now to Joe. So good to have you again with us on this live panel. I yield the mic to you, brother. Thanks so much for having me on here, Stacy. This is Joe. I'm the founder of Middle Class Millionaire. I help faith-focused, purpose-driven, entrepreneurial-minded people uh, achieve financial independence. So I'm just really excited to be here hanging out with you guys and uh, always getting to know you better. You're incredible, and uh, I look forward to the conversation. This is Joe, and I'm finished. Awesome. Thank you, Joe. We're so grateful that you are a part of us. I know Saturdays can be a challenge, and we're so grateful that you've taken time out to join us here as we're going to be very mindful of the time together today. I know some people are going to be joining us a little bit later because they are doing a few things, but we want to honor your time and you showing up to be with us as we strive to, to really get to the meat of the matter in our hour together today. So we're so excited to have you all here. Right now, we're going to go ahead and have Marsha, who isn't able to join us on Zoom today, but she is here with us on Clubhouse. And so I want to have her voice be added onto the mix. Welcome, um, Pearl. Beautiful. Good to see you here. Welcome. So good to see some familiar faces um, in the audience today. So we're going to go ahead and have Marsha. You can go ahead and and speak here in Clubhouse. Introduce yourself, sis. Good morning, everybody. Thank you, Stacy. Thank you, everybody, for having me this morning on the panel. Uh, good morning, Pearl, Alan, Rana, and Johan, and Joe, Elizabeth, Ariana, Stacy. <laughs> nice to see you again um, yeah, on Clubhouse. Uh, so, yes, I am artist. I'm an art teacher and a published author. I uh, uh, working with junior K through 12th grade students and two private Christian schools. And I really like um, to evoke, grow, and I um, love to help uh, people to use their creative talents, not only in visual art uh, field, but in any field they are occupying, in, and using Christian approach. And this is my thing. And I'm always happy to be part of this wonderful group and see everybody in the audience. God bless you all. And uh, this was Masha, and I'm done speaking. Yay, Masha. It's so good to have you again, sis. And for those of you who are not familiar, we are just so delighted. This is part two of our conversation. And so we're going to jump right in. Sandy is also here with us on Zoom. So now we just want to go ahead and with the document as we've made preparations to discuss today the power of community, fruitfulness, friendship, and faith. We've been discussing a lot from our fruitfulness calendar for the 40 days that we have at the Christian 
contentcreator.club where you can get that particular calendar. And we've just really delved deep in what it means to be fruitful. And so I want to start with this first question on our panel today. The question that we want to pose and, and have you be reflective of is what does fruitfulness mean to you. So the last time we were together, we talked about friendship. We dwelled more on that. And so we'll be picking up a little bit on that topic. But right now we want to just address what does fruitfulness mean to you? And we know that that can look very different for each of us, depending on the season that we're in and life's journey, right? And so I want to go ahead and Pass on, yield the mic. All right. This is Joe. You know, I think when looking at the the topic of fruitfulness, uh, I'm always excited, especially from a financial perspective, uh, to look at how it is that God can work in our lives from a a fruit uh, standpoint. But, you know, as we've talked about in some, some of the other groups leading up to today, I am also reminded that so many times we get stuck in an idea that the fruitfulness or how that looks looks uh, to us uh, really kind of reflects how we are uh, feeling at that moment. And so a lot of times we're, we're looking back at, you know, well, I remember this season that was really fruitful. I, I, I was having a conversation with my wife this morning and she was talking about how when we move from one place to the next, uh, sometimes it's interesting. You, you look back after a while and you remember things being really good, even though you remember in that season, it wasn't as good as you're remembering it. And it's really easy to kind of look back at at things and say, well, that was really good or that was awesome. And so I think fruitfulness for me is what is God doing today? What is God doing in my life today? How does that work today? Not what happened yesterday, not what happened the week before, not what happened last season, but how is it that he is going to work in my life today? What's he going to do to make today better than yesterday? And who can I impact for him? And uh, so fruitfulness for me just really reflects more on the new season versus trying to reflect back and, and think back on the bush that I might have been uh, last week. That is so awesome, Joe. Thank you. What does fruitfulness mean today? I, I really love that. I think we do have to keep reevaluating, right? And evaluating what state are we in? What are we called to in this season? Then we find not only contentment, but also we're going to find that sense of um, reignited zeal and passion and purpose for this season. And that's how we're going to flourish. That's how we're going to bear fruit. Um, as we've talked about one of our particular scriptures that has been at the key point of our fruitfulness calendar, you know, speaks to the fact that he is divine. We are relying not on our own strength and on who we are. Welcome, Camille. Welcome, Abilene. Welcome, Mr. Um, but also recognizing that we cannot do anything in and of ourselves, right? We have to recognize that we are a part of, of, of something greater. And so we are the branches. When we recognize if we, re- if we remain in him, as John 15 verse 5 says, then we will bear much fruit. When we recognize that it, it is not in our own might, it is not in our own power, it's not in our own strength, but it is the power of his strength that we rely on to glean from, to grow from. And the word is so much of that guide that we need each and every day. And that's why we we take this time intentionally each week to reflect 
on the scripture that he's given us to feed on that, right? And to recognize as he really brings back to us what is our purpose, what is our calling, and what is it that we need to fulfill that we're called to in this season today. Absolutely love it, Joe. Now I want to have um, Elizabeth, if you can go ahead and share with us, what does fruitfulness look like for you? What does that mean to you today? Hi, I'm Elizabeth. And fruitfulness for me is um, that specific thing, the, the scripture that we all read, that I am the vine and you are the branches. Fruit doesn't work to be fruitful. The fruit is um, grows because it's connected to the vine. And what I um, feel in my life is when I'm disconnected from the vine or when I haven't spent enough time in his presence, then my patience is not what it should be. I am so <laughs> busy then and I'm not focused. Um, I just feel out of sorts. So for me to be fruitful is to be connected with God, knowing that he is guiding my every step that day. And it's a daily thing. Sometimes I get it right more often than not. But um, it does happen that you feel that you're not there. And um, God's grace is sufficient for those days. Amen. I always enjoy the perspective that Elizabeth brings to this topic and conversation as she's no stranger to us in our clubhouse rooms. And I'm just so grateful for how you have really encouraged us and you're continually doing so with the fruit that you bear in the season today. And so I want to pass on um, the mic to Ariana, also one of our admins and always so appreciative of what she does on what does fruitfulness mean to you today? Thank you so much for that, Ariana. I always love when you bring up the way of viewing this as a gardener, as a person who recognizes, you know, this particular way that you can be fruitful, even, you know, with the physical form of God's creation. And I'm just so appreciative. I just want to make sure as we move on to the next particular question, I want to give, I just want to open it up real quick. If anyone would like to answer this question from the audience, I'm going to go ahead and just give you a quick opportunity. Um, we're not going to unmute ourselves yet, but we want you to have that opportunity to have those who you're connected with also be able to be a part of the conversation and to hear and glean and to grow from this topic of the power of community, friendship, faith, and fruitfulness. So now we're going to go to our second question here because we're very mindful of the time together. How are you living out your faith in this season? Since this is so important, we want to hear how each of us are living out our faith. What does that look like? As we spoke a little bit on that last time. Thanks, Stacey. I appreciate it. This is Joe. You know, when I think about living out my faith right now, honestly, there's so much confusion and distractions. It, it feels like in my world, it feels like there's a lot of uh, mixed messages and people that are trying to hit everybody against each other. And there's, there's just a lot of 
things that, that seem to be sidetracking and simultaneously, it feels like there's a lot of people really zeroing in on they're quoting scripture out of context. And so it's almost like a soundbite Christianity. And, you know, there's a lot of uh, people in politics and leadership positions in different places that are quoting things out of scripture that are just out of context. And when you, you have content out of context, it creates confusion. And, and so when I start looking at walking things out right now, walking out faith and walking out fruitfulness, I think it's really important for me uh, to dig in and understand the, the context of the content that I'm reading in scripture, understand the context uh, of that scripture and, and what it means uh, moving forward. How, how can I make an impact if I'm just quoting a scripture that fits my particular mold at that moment, but doesn't really uh, speak to truth? And so, um, you know, in the midst of everything else, I, I'm looking for truth. I'm looking for scripture that uh, is in context. Thank you so much. Joe. And with the, the questions that we're going to ask, I'm going to just go ahead and leave it up to anyone that would like to contribute to that particular question. Um, right now, we have Aji who just joined us. Welcome, Aji. Just so good to have you here as a fellow moderator. I know we've been having conversations and I'm um, excited. I know you're not able to join us in Zoom or maybe you'll join us um, on camera later, um, but we're so grateful that you're able to to be a part of the audio platform Clubhouse. And so I want to give you an opportunity as a moderator that's, you know, planned to be with us in advance. I want to give you an opportunity here to just go ahead and share a little bit about you and um, maybe and your thoughts on this topic of faith as well. Absolutely. Hello, everyone. My name is Aggie Luna. I am a learning strategist and a course creation coach. And I work a lot with faith-based therapists and coaches and helping them scale via online courses. So in this season, particularly, um, God has been um, talking to me in, in, um, during my quiet time about faith, the idea of fruitfulness, right? What does that look like in this season? So in my life, particularly, um, I feel like God is calling me in small places, meaning um, intimate conversations, small groups, one-on-one. Um, I feel like right now I should be using my voice to minister, and I really prayed to God. I told God, if you already laid out the good works in the ministry in front of me, then bring the ministry in front of me. I don't have to search for it, right? This, um, there have been seasons in life where I'm eager to just share the gospel and share God's goodness, and sometimes I overstep outside of my calling. And in this season, um, you know, faith and fruitfulness looks like um, an intimate setup for me. So I'm investing time with mentors, godly mentors that can really speak to my life. And also I'm very um, conscious about how I use my energy. So instead of ministering to like tens and thousands, um, I like being able to just have brunch with my sisters in Christ and talk about their life because I feel like it's not the volume for me in this season. It's the depth of those relationships. Again, I feel like that's Wow, so, so very beautiful. Thank you, Aji, for bringing that perspective. You mentioned in the beginning of your thought there and contribution that has truly blessed us about small group. And I consider ourselves, you know, even
even those of us who found each other on Clubhouse, even when we have a meeting of five or 10 of us, I consider that as the scripture says, where two or three are gathered, there he is in the midst. And so when we see the value that each of us bring when our perspectives are shared in community, we're all the better for it. And it really does sharpen us as we've shared in Part one, iron sharpeneth iron, friendship, all of that is made and brought to us to draw us to that place of fruitfulness and be rich and abounding in the love that God has for us. And so I want to turn our thoughts to this scripture that also is on our fruitfulness calendar. Welcome, Diana. Welcome, Amma. Welcome, Justin. Those of you, uh, Alvalin, those of you who I'm seeing here with us. Some of you have been here from the beginning of our panel today. Those of you joining in, we're just so delighted to have you here with us and want to give you that opportunity as we are having this panel, live panel discussion to write down your questions, you can go to thefearlesscreator.com slash live to see this streaming on YouTube, on the page, and you can add your questions, add your comments. We have that plugin there where you can have conversations and send us information so we can add that question to our panelists and also bring you up on stage as we'll open up a stage opportunity here momentarily. Welcome, Heather. And so this particular scripture is taken from our fruitfulness calendar and it says on the mountain heights of Israel, I will plant it. It will produce branches and bear fruit and become a splendid cedar. Birds of every kind will nest in it. They will find shelter in the shade of its branches. All the trees of the forest will know that I, the Lord, bring down the tall tree and make the low tree grow tall. I dry up the green tree and make the dry tree flourish. I, the Lord, have spoken and I will do it. And immediately when we hear this word, this scripture, welcome, Christy, is that we think of that same idea of our enveloping thought of John 15 verse 5 that says we can really do nothing apart from him. You know, we know that the Lord has spoken it. He's the one that's going to make us flourish. He's the one that's going to allow us to find shelter in the vine as we are the branches. But not only that, not just for ourselves, but also for those who are going to be a part of our small community, as Aji just mentioned, those who are going to come and be a part of, you know, the friendships and all that we're building, even here with this beautiful platform that God is going to allow to find us and to find community as God draws them to the rooms that we open and the spaces we create to be able to be fruitful. We're going to actually be the shade that other people can find shelter in as we are the branches that he's allowing to flourish and to be made green, not to dry up, but to be that tree that is going to flourish even in the wilderness. And he's going to give us that water. It's just so beautiful when you think about all those elements and what our God is able to do. And so now I want to pass on to our next panelist um, who would like to add their thoughts on this scripture and this particular thought as well. I've been thinking about fruitfulness and especially in perspective from what we all went through in 2020 and 2021 and I had really two things that God taught me through this time is to know when your season 
has come to bring fruit. When we were all in uh, quarantine, you know, in every country around the world, practically every government reacted the same way. And I know God was kind of placing the same question in my head over and over and over again. What are you going to do with this season? And we can decide to be fruitful or not to be fruitful. It's also that gave us ability to produce things, be creative, find solutions for problems, or just take a right, not uh, very involved, you know, in situations. And for me, it was I had to finish my book. And God said, what are you going to do with that? And I realized that that's a perfect time, perfect opportunity to be fruitful and finally finish the book that I've been working on for like six years. And then, as you know, we all start uh, witnessing the... Uh, rules being uh, loosened and restrictions were going away and now we have some sort of um, freedom back right uh, and God again asking me the same question what are you going to do with this time how are you going to be fruitful now and I'm, I'm just thinking it's a wonderful thing especially as we grow closer to God and older as Christians I think we cannot just let circumstances create that fruitfulness in us. Sometimes we need to be so proactive and use that time because time is uh, fluid, right? Time is going away. And we sometimes um, are losing that time when we could be fruitful, when we could use that time to collaborate with people and bring that fruit to life. And seasons are different. I think we need to be wise how to determine them. Wow, Masha, so much wisdom there. Just so grateful how you're continually bringing to light. I see you so many times being so fruitful in even the spaces that you create as an artist and recognizing to make the most out of the season that we do have, even during this time where we are getting back to life to a degree as it once was, not so much as it was, but to a degree. And so just recognizing how we made the best use of time. How did we find time to be watered? As the scripture here that tells us, we, we really find our confidence in Jeremiah 17, verse 7 to 8. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in, is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. I'm going to interject here in the pandemic, outside of the pandemic. You know, it has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. How incredible. God has said it in his word that we will never fail to bear fruit. No matter the circumstance, no matter what is going on around us, no matter the qualms, the queries and all the things that are, we are presented with in this thing called life and this earth that we do live in. We have a call. We have a purpose. And that is why our particular 40 days calendar really hones in on the fact that you are called, called 
to be faithful and called to fruitfulness. And so we just want to encourage those of you joining us for the first time, those of you who it's so delightful to see, Sandy, so good to see you here, sister Christy, Diana, Prima Donna, Heather, two lovely Heathers smiling faces here today. And um, we're just so grateful. And we want to now open it up. I'm going to have my um, panelists, if anyone else wants to give their thoughts on this topic of fruitfulness, what that looks like in this season, as well as really having faith for what God has called you to do. What does that look like? Maybe sharing that vision of what it is that you're believing God to bring forth as a form of fruit in this season and how we can just support and rally around each other as Christian content creators. You see that we're hosting this particular room under this club. And so every 40 days, we have a new calendar. This is part two of our live panel conversation that you can see in action at thefearlesscreator.com slash live. You can also comment, let us know questions in advance, and we will be able to prepare for the live panels that will actually be reproduced as a podcast format, as well as live premiering on Facebook. We want to give you that opportunity if you feel like you have value and thoughts on this topic of fruitfulness friendship and faith and finding the power of community even here on Clubhouse and in the different spaces and small groups that you've had an opportunity to establish. We want to hear from you and we want to give you that opportunity. Just feel free to raise your hands at any time. And now I'm just going to go ahead and yield the mic to our lovely Aji and then she will yield the mic to our first guest who raised his hand to join us on the stage today to share his thoughts on this topic, which will be Alex. Absolutely. Thank you so, so much. What comes to mind is um, a question uh, when it comes to, again, faith and fruitfulness, right? Um, I know that a lot of us are very um, goal-driven. We're very productive, right? We want to we wanna be excellent for the Lord. In this season, um, one thing that I would love um, for everyone to consider is the question, What's the end goal? What really is the end goal of everything that we're doing, right? What's the end goal of discipleship? What's the end goal of creating a business? What's the end goal of all of this? And, you know, um, when a mentor asked me that, my answer was something that has to do with doing something, right? The end goal is finishing that course, reaching 100K in X number of days. The end goal is disciple five people in the season. But what I realized is really when, when, when the Bible talks about fruitfulness, right? We're very familiar with the, with the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. But really, all of those cannot be exercised. And the, the analogy that my mentor mentioned is like, you know, there's a plate that holds all of those fruits and it's humility, right? Without humility, you cannot be loving, joyful, and patient. And really, the question is, while you are doing what God has called you to do, how's your character developing? Are you getting impatient because it takes so long to complete that book? Or... Is God working the patience in you while you are walking out your calling? So I guess from a biblical perspective, right, it has to be deciphered from, from the world's perspective, which is be productive, do this, uh, publish, complete this. But the inner work is invisible. No one knows how we're growing in our character except for the Lord. 
it's a you and God conversation. So I just want to present it out there and really think of before we go into the doing, when it comes to fruitfulness, how were we really becoming in the process? Because in, in this season, I have to admit, there are times where it, I feel like I have not been so kind to myself. I'm, I'm kind to everyone else around me <laughs> because I feel like this is a Christian thing to do. But I have thought that I only speak to myself and they're, they're not kind thoughts if I will be completely transparent, right? So in, in the process of growing that, I have people that speak into my life that, that tells me a different perspective. I have to go back to the word and reread it over and over again so that I could be reminded of who I really am. So I'm going to pause right there. Again, this is Aggie and I'm done speaking, but I want to go up ahead and pass the mic on to Alex. What are your thoughts around this topic? Okay, thank you, Aggie. Hi, Stacey, Oriana, Elizabeth, Marcia, Sandy, and all the listeners. It's Alex Lalisang. Um, hi from Jakarta, Indonesia. It's like 2 a.m. right now, and I just woke up. Uh, I'm done like with my morning prayer, and then listening to you guys, I believe that God is using all of you to discuss this beautiful discussion. To you know that English is not my, it's not my native language, it's not my mother tongue. So I'm so sorry for my bad English. But I try my best to speak in English so everybody can understand what I mean, okay? So, in my personal opinion, I, I believe that if you want to leave out your faith, we're talking about faith, right? Right, Stacey? Faith and being fruitful in this season with our faith. Yes, brother. How to leave out my faith. There's like five ways, I guess, because it's all about how to God say on the Bible. Because let me read it for you guys. In Galatians uh, chapter 2, verse 20, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. Highlighted it. But Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. So, um, it's like, how do you living out your faith? We hope that we become a fruitfulness. We become a very good fruit just like a bad fruit a good fruit but most of us i guess not most of us all of us wants us to have like a good fruit right it's like how you're living out your faith we can start by be a loving and humble friend it's like what philippians chapter 2 verse 3 said and then use your gift because god has given us uniquely you can read it in 1 peter chapter 4 verse 10 and speak life not death we can read it on james 3 when we decide to love and serve jesus we're coming to carry his spirit around with us and that can be sin with others it is easy to speak death i mean like gossip hatred filthy language but god's children are called to speak life and that is anything that is true and loving. One of the simplest ways to live out our faith is to hold our tongues from any negative speech and replace it with life-giving words. And then the fourth way is overflow with joy. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 22. Verse 22. Joy is happiness that isn't based on circumstances. Rather, it is set on the confidence that is found in The world can be a sad place with people consumed by their circumstances. But another way to live out our faith and show the world life is to simply be joyful, just like what you guys do. What you guys do. You're the listeners right now. And to me as well. Because especially when life gets hard and things don't go our way, 
we have an opportunity to demonstrate it. Do it by simply choosing to look beyond the circumstances and serve someone else. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. The world is always watching, guys. Know that you are a Christian or a Jesus follower. Think about this for a moment. As Christians, we carry around the Holy Spirit. We're walking image bearers of the creator of the world. So we have an obligation, more like an honor, to represent Jesus and show up for him. We can do this by waking up every morning and asking that God, that we become more like Him throughout our day. It all comes down to renewing our minds and dwelling on what do I mean? something higher, someone higher. God bless you, Stacy, Ariana, Elizabeth, Masha, Sandy, AG, all the people who listen to this. God bless you. Wow, God bless you, Alex, brother. Just always such a blessing to hear how you really do hold the word of God so near and dear to your heart and the devotion that you have to sharing the word of God. Um, it, it doesn't go unnoticed. It's not in vain. You're an encouragement to the body. And even in this, this small group, this community, I want to take time to also welcome some of the new faces that I'm seeing here joining us. Delighted to have Mary on, Vanessa, Dan. Thank you for gracing us with your presence. Just so excited. Rana, Alan, Alvalin, Diana, Joanne, Christy, Diana, Prima Donna, Justin, Heather, who's been with us here. And Sandy has just also joined us and she's no stranger to this community. Alex, as you were sharing those scriptures, it's incredible because, you know, you spoke last of confidence, which just that, that same scripture of who our confidence is in, no matter what circumstance we are in, that is what's going to allow us to bear fruit knowing that we are not relying on ourselves, but we're connected to that vine and we are being the branches. We're being the hands of feet of God, even at 2 a.m. where you are, you know, making it a priority to be up and um, to, to find community and to share your faith and fellowship and being fruitful as you speak life, you know, and, and speak with your tongue, the word of God. That is what is life to us. It's what we live. It's what we breathe. It's what we eat. And we always talk about breaking bread. Well, we're breaking spiritual bread together today. And for even those who are not able to join us, um, Alex, I want to ask your permission to leave your thoughts in our podcast. And um, you can let us know if that is if that is okay. Stacy, it's God's word. I'm honored. I'm just a human. I'm just a dust. <laughs> amen. Amen. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you and your heart. Please, please share me the podcast so I can post it on my Instagram so everybody knows it. Wow. Okay. Will do, brother. Thank you so much again. And so I want to yield the mic now to our sister. If anybody else would like to join us up here, if you are new to us, I want to give you that opportunity to raise your hands and come and share your thoughts on this topic. You can also go to the fearlesscreator.com slash live where you can submit um, RSVP and you will get information to be a panelist. Our next panel discussion is going to be a retreat and it is going to be in May. God gave me the topic for that one and we always create a calendar, a 40 days calendar and we want to be prayerful as a team as we continue to serve each other and grow together and glean um, together as Christian content creators. We, we're believing God for even support where I may not have to be the one that's looking on live and posting here and making sure everybody's in and you know making sure everything's going well in all these 
these spaces because we do have the YouTube live right now on our page where you can see us face to face and we will have the live premiere um, go out on Facebook as well, as I mentioned on the podcast. So Sandy, so delighted to have you here with us and would love for you to share your thoughts on this topic. In addition to the, the scriptures that we shared earlier, questions that we did ask for part two today of community fruitfulness and faith is what are the benefits? How are you living out your faith in this season? And what does fruitfulness mean to you? If you have any thoughts on any of these questions, we want to give you an opportunity to share with us today. Thank you for joining us, Sandy. Thank you, Stacey, for this room. Thank you for this platform. I'm glad to be here. Um, when I think about, you know, fruitfulness and faith, I think God, the Father, as a gardener, and, you know, He desires all of us to be fruitful. And, you know, the Bible says that, you know, Jesus said, I'm the vine, and then we are the branches. So if we remain in Him and Him in us, and apart from him, we are nothing. So what I'm trying to say is, so when we cling to Christ and then drawing in life from him, we have no choice but to be fruitful. And when we commit ourselves to please him, the natural behavioral result of the choices that we make are going to definitely look like his. Um, Aggie made a great point earlier where she said she thought about fruit of the spirit. So as just like as Christians, we all can be fruitful. So true fruitfulness, I think for me, begins in the heart with the fruit of the spirit and that inner fruit eventually affects the outward action, our words, our activities. Um, if it doesn't glorify God or if it does, it just accomplishes that. And the scripture that comes to mind for me um, is, I think I believe it's um, Matthew uh, 7, 16 through 20, when it says, do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, by their fruit, you will recognize them. This is Sandy. I regress my mic. Amen. Amen. Sis, I, I just love that. Bring your attentions to the fact that whatever it is that we do bear, it reflects who we are, you know, and, and recognizing if we are really being humble. And I believe, Aggie, you mentioned that earlier that humility and then Alex also touched on it. And Sandy, as you bring our thought to what it is we are producing. Let's ask ourselves that question. Are we being fruitful in the disciples that we are making? We talked in one of our previous rooms on the cost of discipleship, which is also a book by Dietrich Bonhoeffer. And just thinking of, you know, what it sometimes requires of us when we are really pruning and allowing ourselves when we think about the gardening as Ariana, you know, visualized for us as a gardener, just thinking of the process, you know, and even the pollination that you've mentioned in, in our past conversations, you know, picking up certain things and being able to pass and distribute that to those who we are called to disciple. 
and to allow to find shade in our branches, as the scripture tells us, because we are in him. We are a part of the vine that is going to allow us to even water others. How are we right now being called in this season to demonstrate humility and patience and even the joy, the joyfulness, not based on what it is that we are encountering and going through, but based on who we put our trust in, the almighty God, that everything has to pass through his hands. When you think about Job and what he endured because he was faithful and wanting to know, you know, if there was if there was just one and the enemy was like, I just want to take away everything from this man and see if he's still going to praise you. And he did just that. And what did God do? God replenished. God gave him double for his trouble. He had so much more than what he had before because he did not curse God. He trusted God. He had his confidence in God. And so we don't want to be shaken. We want to be fruitful. We want to be faithful. And so I'm just so grateful for each of you spending your time with us today. And I want to go ahead and give any last words for, from our panelists that you would like to share on this topic. As I'm sure everyone who's been a part of this conversation has been richly blessed. That's my prayer. That is my hope. And we want to invite you to also connect with each other in the audience, connect with our moderators, those who are a part of our panel. You can learn more about them at thefearlesscreator.com slash live. If you'd like to be a part of our future panel discussion and live retreat. And um, in just a moment, when we get ready to end, I'm going to share the title and the topic that we'll be discussing. And we'll be uh, making it a matter of prayer as God allows the calendar to be prepared and distributed for our Christian content creators who are a part of our club here. And you can always get that information in our schedule at ChristianContentCreator.club. Just so grateful for the life that you lead and your contributions as always. Um, I'm always amazed, as you mentioned and pointed out, Elizabeth, South Africa there. And then we have people just all over this world that has really been called to be a part of our community and our story. Think about our story and a little hint there that our story is a part of actually the what we're going to be exploring in the next retreat that we're going to be having. So just so excited about how God is allowing us to be a part of each other's stories as we write our stories and as we continue to share our stories to bring glory and honor to the Lord and to allow others who are connected to us as we're connected to him to be fruitful. And so any last thought inviting, welcome RJ, welcome Amy, welcome to Rico. So good to have you all join us here as we discuss the power of community, friendship, faith, and fruitfulness. Um, someone I, try, I believe tried to unmute. Go ahead and, and do so now if you'd like to share. Hi, it's Elizabeth. And um, yes, it's so lovely to be part of this family that we have on Clubhouse here. We It's the first time we see each other and it's it feels like you're my sister is sitting in my, in my study with me. Um, but I want to just bring things together that um, uh, Joe said and Alex, he, they all um, spoke about that, that in this season, a fear is 
it's all around us and it's so easy for us all to be gripped by that fear and Alex said that people are watching us and we think sometimes it's the big things that people see but it's not it's how we handle it now how we handle it in this pressure and um we uh, um, my friend and I had lunch um yesterday and it was so amazing we haven't seen each other for so long because of uh, uh, this pandemic but um we realized that this one on one sessions that we have this keeps us more accountable we can talk about our fears and we can call each other out for when we um are missing the point when we we just take our eyes off for that moment from god and that's when fear grips us and in the season when people look at us and we can testify but it's wow if when they ask you how are you and we like yes we well immediately they think we don't we don't have the trials we don't have the tribulations no everything is fine but that's not the case it's not to say that everything is going well every day um our businesses is flourishing we're not affected we all are affected but it's well because it's well with our soul it's well that we know that we are connected to the vine we know we will get through this no matter what and that is the encouragement that we handle it so differently to the world and the the church that's being reset where um i think this one on one the smaller communities we have much more impact we have the ability like um uh, ezekiel 17 that says birds of every kind will nest in it in this small communities it's easy for us to include people that is not ready or not that haven't been christians yet because they can see our lives are changing that's so much more important than having a big church with all these people that you don't connect to but these small groups where we connect we get to know each other our lives mean and we matter to each other we can live we can literally help if we see there's no food on the table someone can help that's so much more important so um yeah i'm elise and i'm done speaking wow elise so powerful oh my word so much meat so much to think about as you just shared i immediately what really pulled out to me there is that bird of every kind when you think about how so many times we do gravitate towards people who are like us we find each other and we delight in that but when we think of those who are in darkness and they need his marvelous light and to know that people who are not necessarily like us can still find shade and shelter in us in our branches because we exemplify his love and the fruits of the spirit we're patient we're kind we're doing the things that God has called us to do and recognize that we have nothing to be proud of we have to remain humble at his feet and we regard each other even above ourselves 
I mean, all of that is scripture and it is so rich. It is so beautiful. And I'm so grateful that you really pointed that out to us today. Aggie, it looked like you were trying to say something. And then Alan, um, we want you to also share since you've come up here and you've, you're no stranger to us. You're a part of our rooms on Tuesdays and Thursdays when we meet regularly just to take time to reflect and to journal and to share in community our voices on the scriptures that we're reading in our calendar. <clears throat> Aggie, did you want to say something, Seth? Yeah, sure. Um, the Holy Spirit just reminded me of something, and I don't know who needs to hear this, but um, and this might be a weird comparison, right? But uh, I remember someone said that we are like popcorn in the sense that sometimes the Lord will put us in a hot spot so that our potential will manifest, and He let you endure the heat so that you will become pliable in His hands, allowing Him to really shape you into who he wants it to be. And um, in that particular pressure, right, uh, it's not there to daunt you, to daunt us, right? But it's the same pressure that causes our talents and purpose that God has placed inside of us to come bursting out. I just wanted to say that um, if someone resonates with that or it's like in the middle of that hot pot and you're being popped in the process it's not a pleasant feeling but that's how we become fruitful for the next season god is preparing us in this season to be to pop like popcorns and you know burst into our full potential because there's something bigger coming right and and in our character and the skills and everything that comes out of this season is so so going to be beneficial the bible says right though his word will not come to him void it will accomplish its purposes. Again, this is Aggie and I'm done speaking. Wow. Thank you so much, Aggie. Definitely. God led you to share that I believe there is someone who is going to be tuning in or who's live with us today who that has surely encouraged. I know it's encouraged me um, to just really stay faithful even when I'm in the midst of the heat and the pressure. I know God is refining us. We're going to come out on the other side as pure gold. I always love to say as a radiant pearl, as you're going to see, this is going to be released on the Radiant Pearl Living podcast. And so it's that processing, right? Embracing that journey that we have to go on. And even when we think of and we talk a lot about the iron that sharpeneth iron and just knowing that that is not an, an easy thing, you know, that that hard metal surface that is clunking against each other. It's it's rubbing us. It's refining us. It's making us better. And, and all of these ways that God allows us to um, to really see the visual of what it means to become fruitful, to yield fruit in its season, this season. What are you called to? We are called to be faithful and to be fruitful. And so, Alan, I want to pass on the mic to you, brother. So good to have you here and would love to hear your thoughts on this topic. Thank you, Stacy, And it's a pleasure to be here. I'm glad you invited me in this afternoon. We're talking about bearing fruit, and I sometimes don't feel very fruitful in my life. The enemy comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. He's a liar. He's the father of all lies, and all he can do is a lie. And he either wants to keep us in our mess or keep us from going to the new thing. And uh, Isaiah 43, 18 and 19 says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the path. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams 
in the wasteland. And I want to equate this to forgetting the former things and not dwelling on the past. It's more than just not thinking about some things. I think we have to come to a point where we actually open up our hands and let go of those things. I think we want to be that tree firmly planted by the streams of living water, but we want to hold on to our own leaves, our old leaves. We want to hold on to the old buds from last year, the old things from last year, and we got to let go so those new buds can spring forth. When we perceive these things are happening, we got to let go. As far as fruitfulness is concerned, too, I just I, I ran across this quote by Dr. David Jeremiah, and sometimes when we're holding on to our old last season stuff, we're not looking at what we really have moving ahead. And he said this, when you move, forward as a word of encouragement. I hope this moves somebody well. When you move forward on what you know, things become clearer. But when you refuse to act on what you know, all that you do not know paralyzes you. If I can read that again. When you move forward on what you know, things become clearer. But when you refuse to act on what you know, all that you do not know paralyzes you. And I think that's an example of trying to hold on to our old stuff, our old last last season's leaves, last season's fruit. As a word of encouragement also, seek where God wants you. I know I, I don't even know where we are all at spiritually. I was a very strong word man for a, a long time of my life and resisted the fruit of the Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So if that rings with anybody, take it for what it's worth. But I felt called to go into different Bible studies where it's been a lot of the Word, a lot of the Word, and start speaking more fruitfulness in there in terms of what plugging into the power source of the Holy Spirit that Jesus said he's sending back for it to. And I felt very alone in these places. And I, I would talk with my wife, should I go, should I not? I don't feel like I'm getting anywhere. I don't even feel like I'm welcome there. And I came so close to just quitting, going, and I stayed in there. And the fruit now is that when I come, I'm a very welcome voice. I, I don't go to get pats on my back. I don't need that because that's fleeting. But what I've seen for fruit is men that I respect there have come up to me. It's been four different men's groups that I've spoken into, and they welcome my voice. I know I can feel Holy Spirit just moving in me when I speak fruitfulness, the fruit of the Spirit, into these men, how God's moving in my life, what God's revealing to me. And I'm actually speaking life into these men, and I, was, I came so close to stopping I think I came so close to quitting. I came so close to just hanging it up and going, I don't fit here. I don't belong here. So if that's but any encouragement to any of you, please take it. Whatever's not of God, just let go. So with that, I will uh, be complete. Thank you. Thank you, Alan. You truly, you always bless us with the word and what you share. I still have notes of some of our conversations. And one of the things that we we shared in times past, God really does allow us to experience and to go through certain things in our lives to be that testimony and that witness, even for others who will later go through certain struggles. And we can really speak to them and provide that shade, right? That shelter once again. 
again, where they, they can come and rest and be rejuvenated and restored and given hope. And so, you know, I know for those who are going to be tuning in and those who are live, they are receiving hope in your words today, Alan. And I love that you mentioned and pointed out, we do need to be willing to let go. And just like uh, when you have your hand outstretched, you're saying that you're open to receive, but you're also open to give away. And being in that posture does really allow God to have his way in our lives and those who are connected with us. And so just truly grateful for that. And I had mentioned in our in our last room that we were all in together earlier this week that we're going to we're looking to amplify some of you all's voices and contributions in the form of a book that we'll also be publishing. And so that is just a vision that God has given us as Christian content creators. We want to amplify your voices. And that is the reason why when you go to the fearlesscreator.com slash live even right now you can watch the video you can see those who are tuning in live on zoom we get to see each other face to face this is just part two this is our very second one on the first one we had so many other different faces and it was just so incredible and now we're just building we're just growing and we're just gleaning and continuing on with what god has for each of us we want to be fruitful not in and of ourselves or by ourselves, but in community, we see the power of community as that's our title today. Friendship, faith, we're sharpening each other in our faith and being fruitful together as we see the cost in discipling and really making the sacrifices sometimes that's necessary to be pruned and to shed off the dead weight. And as Alan so eloquently and beautiful visual, everyone's that's sharing today, but just being able to really run with it and recognize that it's all a part of that process so that we can prepare our space, prepare ourselves for what what is next to come, what fruits we need to bear and how we need to flourish and blossom in Him. And so I'm delighted right now to have our lovely Amy, no stranger again to us. And she has been a part of our mod squad in times past and just want to give her an opportunity to share, hoping that she'll also be a part officially of our panel when we have our retreat. She's such a busy lady and doing some incredible things here as well on the platform. So I want to give you an opportunity to add your thoughts on on this uh, topic here today, Sis. Hi, Stacey. This is Amy speaking. And first of all, thank you for that. It's good to be among you. It has been a busy few weeks. I will be in touch, though, on that because uh, I am definitely interested. But thank you for the room and, and for the space. My name is Amy Watson, and I tell people all the time that I am just a person uh, with a podcast and creator with PTSD, and that is my focus as a mental health uh, advocate. And so when I saw the title of the room, The Power of Community and the Power of Friendship, faith and faithfulness. I couldn't help but pop in. And uh, thank you, Stacey, for, for calling me up. I'm so grateful, guys, for all of those things. As a survivor of much, much trauma, and there are many people who are, and I think those of us who are on Clubhouse now and have been for a few months realize that this platform is powerful. It's a powerful vehicle for the gospel is a powerful vehicle for us to get our messages out. And so in my case, I am able to hop up on stages and mod rooms and proclaim the faithfulness of God. But I have to tell you guys that the faithfulness of God in my lowest hour came from community. It came from friendship. It came from faith and ultimately the faithfulness of God. I think the subject here, I don't even think that power, the word power is powerful enough for how important these things are because it wasn't any of the normal things 
that saved my life. It was somebody just asking me a simple question, how are you? I recently just dropped a podcast with a young lady who is not a Christian because it is Child Abuse Abuse Awareness Month. And Stacey, this just speaks to you asking me to tell you a little bit of what I'm doing on the platform. Child Abuse Awareness Month, and I, I just dropped a podcast with a young lady who is not a Christian. And she was child abuse victim. As she says, she was gifted with two parents. But when I asked her what, how and why she got through that without any faith and anything bigger than herself, she told me one thing. She said, I wish, Amy, I wish that somebody just would have asked me one question. And I said, what question was that? She said, I wish one person would have asked the kid that looked put together because the signs of abuse were being covered up. I wish somebody would have just asked me if I was okay. And when you think about that for just a second, I paused there for purpose. Because she said, because I looked okay, no one asked. And so by the time she got to college, she kept telling me over and over in the interview, nobody cared. I just wanted somebody to care. I just wanted somebody to give me a hug. And so when we talk about the power of community and the power of friendship and the power of faith and the faithfulness of God and our being faithful the best we can and our brokenness to God, it is where the restoration comes that Alan just spoke of. It is Joel 2.25. It is God restoring the years that the locusts have stolen. It is God just putting the big stamp of, I am going to win this war in the end on the prince of this world, the one that still tries to take things from us. And so I just love this community. I'm sorry that I can't be more part more of it. That will change. It has been a busy few weeks for me. But Stacey, you know I adore you. I adore your podcast. I adore your work. And I just want everyone here to know that you matter and that you are valued, that you are loved, that you are heard, that you are seen. And do not, do not discount the power of these things. Uh, do not discount the power of community. Do not discount the power of your church and um, if needed do not discount the power of, of inf- trauma-informed counseling in the mental health sector and that is to Stacey's point is what I'm what my work here on the platform as a survivor of uh, a lot of things and you can check out my profile if you want to know that but mainly I was great for Stacey popping me up as I was getting ready for my own room later but anytime I can talk about the faithfulness of God and the power of community and how it absolutely saved my life by way of somebody's driving me to a hospital to get help is the reason why you're hearing my voice and seeing that picture of a person that doesn't look like has been through what I have been through because God is faithful to redeem all the years that the locusts have stolen. And my name is Amy and I am complete. Thank you so much, sis. Amy, always appreciate the work that you do and your voice. Just Oh, incredible. What? You don't sound like what you've been through. You don't look like what you've been through. That is the keeping power for having Savior and finding shelter and remaining plugged in to that vine that is the source of strength and hope to each of us. And you're a walking testimony of that. And so grateful you've answered that call as we are concentrating these 40 days. We're in week three of You Are Called. 
call to faithfulness and fruitfulness. And so what are you producing? Amy, I see the fruits that you are producing with the runes that you create and with your podcast and all of the amazing things. Everyone on this stage, all the moderators, that is why we're connected here. Everyone who is being, you know, just a part as an audience member in the conversation here. I want to take time to welcome Lavanya, Sis, Prima Donna, Lynette. So wonderful. So enriching to see your faces here with us joining in Gina, RJ, Justin, Marianne, Tariko, Christy, Joanne, Rana, and then on the stage here, Janelle, we're looking forward to hearing your thoughts on this. Sister, you're such a blessing to our community. You're not a stranger, even as a podcaster. So excited to hear your thoughts on this. Alan, Sandy, Alec, Glossiani, uh, one of our moderators, which we're going to hear from here in just a moment uh, after we hear from Janelle. And then Tariko, thanks for raising your hand. We're excited to hear from you, brother. Masha, Elizabeth, Ariana, just so grateful. Take time right now to look to your left, to your right. As they like to say in church, we are here on Clubhouse together, fellowshipping and breaking bread, which is the spiritual, the word of the Lord, sharing the scriptures of fruitfulness. If you would like to have the calendar to be reflective each and every day in a scripture on fruitfulness, we just invite you to get your copy for free that we offer each month a different topic so there are topical studies. And so this month of fruitfulness, this conversation on life panel is a compilation of our time together in reflection and sharing in community each and every week. And so you can get that at the Christian, no, the just Christian content creator dot club. And there you'll see the schedule as well as we add on more admins and more sessions to support you as Christian content creator. So now I want to yield the mic as we continue to connect and to fellowship and you follow each other. I'm going to yield the mic to our sister uh, Janelle and then Janelle will yield the mic to Glossiani. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Stacy. Uh, Man, I love coming into any room that you're moderating because it's always such a joy and you're so encouraging to people. <laughs> but when you called me up here, I thought, I, I sat on it for a while. I thought, what do, what do I have to say about this? You know, <laughs> And I promised God a long time ago that when given the opportunity to speak about him, I would say yes. What's interesting is we, you, I was listening to some people share just a minute ago, like, I think one of the things about fruitfulness is that so often you don't see the fruit. So often uh, we just see the seeds, right? We, we're sowing seeds into the ground. We're doing the work and it can feel so tiring. It can feel so exhausting sometimes. And sometimes we need people, not sometimes, all the time. We need people in our life to encourage us, to remind us of the mission that we're on and to tell us and remind us to keep going. And I'm reminded of my youth pastor's favorite verse, Galatians 6, 9, which is, do not grow weary in doing good for the proper time. We will reap a harvest if we do not give up. And some of us are sowing seeds and we're sowing seeds and we're not sure <laughs> where the fruit is. And we may not see it in this lifetime. Quite a bit of it we may never see. But the truth is that if we continue with that heart posture towards God, with the faith in Him and following after Him and desiring Him, then we are going to bear fruit, whether we can see it or not. And sometimes we need people in our life to see it for us. 
and to believe it for us. And I know for me, we have some friends visiting this weekend. The first time we've had people other than family in our house for a long time, at least overnight. And the interesting thing is this friend was that person in my life where she just said, Janelle, I think you should start a podcast and uh, I'm not going to do it with you because I think this is God telling you to do it and you're just afraid. And she was right. And the thing is, <laughs> we were talking today and she's like, look at how far God has brought you, you know, and if God had not planted that person in my life at that season for her to speak truth and maybe a hard truth that was really hard for me to hear at the time, I probably wouldn't be as far along in doing the ministry that I think God has called me to do. So sometimes as iron sharpens iron, right, we need one another to speak truth, to speak encouragement, to remind us that there is fruit that maybe we cannot see, but in spiritual realms, there are amazing things happening and the darkness cannot overcome the light. We need one another. We need groups like this so that we can speak truth in love. And the thing is, in a group recently where we were talking about like stones of remembrance, you know, Ebenezer stones and reminding ourselves of the things that God has done in our lives. But so often those stones look like people. They're people who can say, I remember you when and look at what God has done now. So I'm Janelle and that's all I have to say about that right now. Oh, so rich, sis. Thank you so much. Oh, just so much that God has given unto us to remind us of how we are going to continue to bear fruit in this season. Community, we have found each other for a reason, for this season, for a purpose. And just with the work that you do, if you're a stranger to Janelle, I want you to check out her profile there and you'll see the incredible work she's also doing for young ladies and their stories and just so blessed by their story, sis, and how you answered that call as a podcaster and really exemplifying hospitality, even in your own community locally. And so I want to give Blasini, our wonderful sister, radiant sister here as well, an opportunity. She was with us in part one. And so you can get all of the details on our panelists at thefrillistcreator.com slash live. And you can also RSVP and get information to be a panelist on our retreat. As you were just sharing, Janelle and even Amy, I just think of how we do need to be watered by each other. And so I want it to look a little different next time we come together for part three. I want it to be a retreat where we're going to have music. We're going to have journals out. We're going to have some worship. It's just going to be such a delight time of truly retreating and watering each other and taking time to record our stories and really seeing the fruit bearer, especially with Android, hopefully being on the app by then, we would have bared even much more fruit and allowed people to find more shade in what we're creating as Christian content creators. And so I want to give Glossiania a chance to share her thoughts on fruitfulness and this topic. Thanks for being here, sis. Wow. Wow, from the few minutes that I've been here, it's been a blessing. It's been just water to my soul, to my spirit, from what sisters and brothers have to share. And uh, hello, hello, everyone. Hello, sisters and brothers. It's such a pleasure to be here. It's, it's such a connection, such a fellowship and sisterhood and brotherhood. It is so calming and so 
delightful to be in the presence of brothers and sisters, like-minded people who we share our identity in the pursuit of God and in our journey towards the excellence of His life in us. It is, as Sister Janelle has pointed out, a lot of times our work is hard. We're so excited to have leaders, to have seeds to plant. And we have plenty of stories from the Bible that talk about growth and seeds. I remember the days from science science class when I was planting my little bean seed. <laughs> and soon after that, a few days later, I started seeing the results of that seed. It is so beautiful and it's a, an enlightening experience. Now, all, not all the seeds are the same, just as like not all of us are the same. And God created human beings in a different way than he created animals. And God created a watermelon seed a different way than he created a apple tree or apple. As Sister Janelle pointed out, it's very, very easy for us to be discouraged when we are planting seeds and we are we see the seeds in our hands and next time they are in the ground, they are in deep ground and we may not see any movement there whatsoever for a while. If it's a bean seed, you might see it in a few days, but if it's different kinds of seeds, and again, I'm not, I'm just using the illustration, we may not see the results of our labor and our hands for a long time. My name is Glauciani, and I'm, it's such a privilege and such a joy to be here today. Thank you so much, sis. There's so much food for thought today, and just really taking time I, I hope and pray everyone who's been listening, you know, just being reflective of that process. We've been talking about being pruned and also just really not being weary and well-doing as we continue to plant the seeds and allow God to send the increase into water. And so I'm going to go ahead and pass on the mic. I wanted to um, have us think on the scripture as we're getting ready to wrap up with our last speaker here, this idea and the scripture that is a part of our fruitfulness calendar that really goes in line with even what Glossiani was saying, and the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought and make fat thy bones and thou shalt be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters fail not. Let that just sink in. Are you like a watered garden today? Even in the midst of drought, are you being fruitful? Are you planting the right kind of seeds? That's taken from Isaiah 58 verse 11. Are you connected to the vine? And is God satisfying your soul in this season? Tariqa, would love your thoughts on this topic of the power of community Friendship, faith, and fruitfulness. Good to have you with us here, brother. God bless you all in the room. Uh, been blessed so far with everything everyone's sharing on the seed. And it happens to be uh, something that's near and dear to my heart because we are all seeds planted here in the earth by our Heavenly Father. Just as I sit and uh, listen and reflect and think about God's goodness, one of the things that I think about is that a seed encompasses and has in it everything that it needs to become everything God intended it to be when it is planted in the environment that is conducive for growth. And so it reminds me that we 
as believers would be who love God and who know God. The Bible says he's given us everything we need pertaining to life and godliness. And I oftentimes think about how we sometimes can minimize the power of God when he has pronounced blessing on us as seeds in the earth. And a lot of times we think that we get to reinterpret what God has already interpreted and called blessed. And for all of us here in this room, God has called us blessed. He summoned us. He is the one that is responsible for us being here. Sometimes we can look at our parents and we can look at our life situations. We can look at so many other things and think about our frailty. We can think about uh, what we don't have, what it looks like we don't have. And we can miss that we are carried of not just the seed. We're not just the seed of God. We are the spoken power, the dunamis power of God revealed in the earth. All of us as brothers and sisters in Christ. And so when we think about that, I think about us being planted in our places of employment, in our fields, us being planted in our homes, and us being planted in friendships, relationships, community, us being planted in faith. The Bible says that a tree is known by the fruit it bears. And when we bear good fruit, we know that we are faithful people. We are faith people. And we know that when we bear fruit, the fruit that we're bearing is actually connected to what you just said, Stacey, the vine. It's the vine. And because we are connected, if I asked everybody in the room who was connected to the vine, we would all raise our hand. We would all get that mic because we are connected to the vine. Therefore, it is illegal if we are connected to the vine, it is illegal for us to not bear fruit. Because we didn't speak those words God did. It is illegal for us to not bear fruit when we are connected to the vine that has released the blessing in us to move and operate through us to come forth and manifest. One of the things that we can get excited about is the more problems we see, you have to know that there is more seed in the earth. The more things that go on in our world, you have to know that the Bible has already called us more than conquerors. And if you look up the definition of a conqueror, the definition of a conqueror is a person that never loses a battle. So if we are more than conquerors, then that seed, that word that God has placed in each one of us as believers, We've got to align ourselves to the vine, which says that we are that. And so the seed for our life is automatic, guaranteed manifestation, not based on me, not based on you, but based on what God himself has spoken over us and what he has declared for us to manifest. We manifest his words when we believe his words, when we trust his words, when we live his words, we see his words. So I am just excited about the seed and, and, and us talking about this fruitfulness. I believe that we are going to see fruitfulness in our days to come because we are watering seeds right now with the words that we speak. And because we are declaring together 
because we are coming together and we are awarding each other seeds that we are carrying, we will see the manifestation of that seed. Some of us have relationships around us, and those relationships seem to have dried up. Some of us have relationships around us, and some of those relationships are flourishing. Some of us have relationships around us, and those people are, are looking maybe looking stagnant and stuff. Well, this is what I want you to look at. Right in the center is you. And if you are there in the center and you're believing that manifestation is possible, then you have the seed of God in you to proclaim, to declare, to speak, to pray for, to use everything that the kingdom has given us as tools to cause things around us. Come on. See, Stacy just talked about when drought shows up. That drought can try and attempt to show up around us, but because we have the seed and we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, therefore we manifest, therefore we see abundance, therefore we see uh, dry bones come to life. How many of us will continue to speak to the dry bones, not based on you and what you have? It's not according to your riches, it's according to his. It's according to what the kingdom has assigned to you in your life. And when we believe, when we trust, when we walk with him, then we'll begin to see the harvest come forth. The Bible says and it declares, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers, the people, the seeds who believe the laborers are few. Do you believe that there's a harvest out there? The Bible says the harvest is plentiful. So I love to declare to people, we don't need to look for what is broken. Because if you see brokenness, brokenness can become yield. Brokenness can become freedom. Because we are seeds planted in the earth. You are a seed planted. Truthfulness is a part of your DNA from the Almighty God. My name is Tariko, and I'm done speaking. God bless you all. God bless you, brother Tariko. Alan, did you want to say something quick? I did. I, I hope he learned to get some enthusiasm so we're clear on what he wanted to say. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, did, I did want to say something into what to Amy. I've never seen her before. And I, Tariko mentioned being an overcomer. And I just wanted to add this because God really showed this to me in the last week or two. She said she's a PTSD survivor and overcomer. And I just want to encourage her and each of us that in these areas in our life that the enemy meant to use to take us down and God has set us free. And if there's areas still that still need healing and you need to come into alignment with God so you can come into agreement that what the enemy meant for evil, God meant for good. When we gain victory, when we embrace the victory that's in Jesus Christ when he said it is finished and that curtain tore. We got access to the Holy of Holies. Go in there. Go in that secret place. That's where we get fruitful. That's where we get cleansed. And for as an encouragement to Amy, her voice now has authority. She doesn't have an opinion. She has the authority of God that brought healing and victory into our life, and I can even feel it in me right now that I'm saying this. We need to ask God to give us the courage to overcome the fears that's stopping us from speaking life and those very things that kept us down, because we carry that mantle of authority, and we become the mechanism. We get to become part of the, 
We're, we're a co-laborer with Christ to set the captive free. And when we do that, our life will always have fruitful meaning to it. So step into what God is calling you into and what the enemy is trying to dutifully keep you from stepping into. Become free and become that voice of authority led by the Holy Spirit through the finished work of Jesus Christ, spoken into existence before the foundation of the world. God has purpose for you. Step into it. And with that, I'll relinquish the mic. Thank you so much. I mean, I am just so blessed and enriched by your voices. We always welcome even the males that you just, you, you speak with such power and authority and it just brings another level and depth to our conversations and so grateful Tariko. I can hear you are a preacher brother and you were preaching to us here and just very excited that God allowed you to be a part of us today even for the first time that I'm seeing you here and hearing your voice. We're going to have actually Ariana give a little housekeeping because we want to invite all of you again as we're getting ready to wrap up here and then just a few minutes we want to close out as we normally do in prayer and we love closing out with all the voices heralding as angels just magnifying our Savior and proclaiming as you mentioned the life and the power the authority and the fruitfulness that is to come believing God for that and speaking it I mean the power that we have to speak things into the atmosphere and to believe God and he will allow it to come to pass and he exemplifies that as we remain in him he spoke the world into existence just at the sound of his voice and us being made in his image we too as his as image bearers there we have that authority within us and it's such an incredible blessing as I'm I'm here celebrating the men in the room who have added their voices. Joe, I know he's had to um, go to a game with his daughter and he was here in the beginning half of our conversation that you can catch on replay at the fearlesscreator.com slash live as we do have this panel once a month and next month you were waiting for me to release the title but we are going to have a retreat that is going to talk on the topic of endurance. The race is not for the swift but for those who will endure to the end the significance of endurance what does the scripture say about enduring and so that is what we want to just make a matter of prayer we still have a few more days left in the fruitfulness calendar which you can get at christiancontentcreator.club this is the club that you are able to tap into and see that green monopoly house just go ahead and join us look to your left and your right follow each other connect with each other we need each other the power of community, friendship, faith, and fruitfulness. Check out the bios of our incredible uh, moderators here. If you want to be a moderator in our future retreat and panel discussion, simply go to thefearlesscreator.com slash live and you will get that info when you RSVP so, so that you can submit your information and be featured as a panelist. As we continue to share multi-generational stories that inspire, I want to invite you to tell a friend about this podcast. Tag me on Instagram or Facebook. What was your greatest takeaway when it comes to being fruitful and finding the power in community? faith and fruitfulness. Remember, we love being social and hearing from you. So do connect with each other and me on Instagram and Clubhouse and at Radiant Pearl Living, where I 
personally respond and reshare your highlights of your takeaways when you tag me. We do also have a Facebook group and page. Simply use Radiant Pearl living podcast for a chance to be featured and if you are a person who love to see watch and do we do bring to you live interviews as well as some of our live panel discussions and other incredible tidbits over on our youtube channel listen to the stories of our elders millennial mentees who've become mentors themselves as you strive to find your purpose delve deeper in the discussion and ideas through journal questions provided in our weekly newsletter Thank you for listening to Radiant Pearl Living, RPA Live with Stacey Zant. Visit us at radiantpearlliving.com slash episode 35. And I look forward to connecting with you as I encourage you to live a radiant life you love.